the elders who direct the affairs of the church well are worthy of double honor, especially those whose work is preaching and teaching. So part of our job at NBC is to help uh, the elders, the future elders, some of them are already elders, uh, do their work well, uh, to direct the affairs of the church well, to be the kind of leaders who are uh, truly worthy of double honor uh, in their preaching and teaching. And uh, that's, a, that's a high calling for us, that uh, that one word in that verse, well, he could have left that out and just said, those who direct the affairs of the church are worthy of double honor, especially those whose work is preaching and teaching. I kind of wonder if somebody came in later and put a little carrot in there and added the word well, like we got to qualify this because they're all not up to a lot of good. Uh, but but that word well, I think, is where we come in. Uh, are we setting them up to uh, lead the affairs of the church well? And uh, that's, uh, I think, in large part, uh, uh, our contribution. Um, pastors' jobs are hard enough uh, without uh, making them harder than they need to be. Uh, like it or not, we're preparing ministers for vocational ministry that is highly competitive and very performance-oriented. Uh, so no matter how much we bristle at the notion of competition and performance, uh, every single one of us and every single pastor has to admit that every once in a while, they'd really like to experience a win, and they'd really like to receive some positive feedback on their performance. Uh, and we would, too. Uh, ministry is competitive. Ministry is performance-oriented. Uh, don't, don't quit listening on me here if I'm offending your sensibilities. Uh, there's no getting away from ministry being competitive and ministry being performance-oriented. It's critical that we compete against the right opponent and perform for the right audience because it can go very badly for a minister very quickly, inwardly and outwardly, if they compete against the wrong opponents and perform for the wrong audience. Uh, while we live in a competitive and performance-oriented environment, we proclaim and embody a gospel that is all about a loving God who has done something for us that we are utterly incapable of doing for ourselves or for anybody else. His love for us does not kick in after we have performed well. Uh, the Bible says, but God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So in the life of every Christian and in the life of a minister, this comes first. This is, this is our starting point. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. When ministers uh, begin to um, derive value from anything but this, it's when we start, that's when we start to compete against the wrong opponents and perform for the wrong audiences. Uh, and we begin to find our identity in the wrong places. It's nice to have a compliment once in a while, but we better not try to live on them. It's nice to get a win once in a while, but you better not build your identity around them. I hope, I hope uh, you receive compliments on a regular basis. I hope the pastors that we're training uh, will serve in places that are healthy enough that they receive compliments on a regular basis. I also hope people affirm them for what they can do and how well they can do it. Uh, but as ministers of the gospel, we know that who we are becoming in Christ is only made possible by what Christ did for us. And we know that what we accomplish in ministry is only made possible by what he is continuing to do in us and through us uh, all the days of our, of our uh, journey. So I want pastors to remember and I want us to set them up to remember and it'd be good for us to remember this as well, that the advancement of God's kingdom, the achievement of our church's mission, the salvation of souls did not start with us. 
It does not depend on us and it will not end with us. But every contribution we're equipped by God's grace to make to this uh, is for God's glory and God will be the one who makes every seed grow. Some of us have the job of planting seeds. Some of us have the job of watering seeds, but God makes them grow. Uh, it is God who created and sustains us. It is Jesus who became flesh and offered himself on the cross for our sins. It's Jesus who rose again and ascended into heaven. It's the Holy Spirit who's ever present and efficiently active, who convinces the world of sin and who regenerates, sanctifies and guides into all truth. It's God who inspired the Holy Scriptures to inherently reveal the will of God concerning us and all things necessary to salvation. It's God who first called sin, sin, who defines what sin is and who condemns sin and sinful humanity. It's God who gave his only begotten son to suffer, shed his own blood and die on the cross to make a full atonement of all human sin sufficient to save every individual of the human race who repents and believes. It's God who offers provenient grace that enabled us in our fallen, depraved state to respond to his saving grace. It's God who justifies us. It is God who regenerates us. It's God who adopts the justified, regenerated believer and calls us his sons and daughters. It is, it is the Holy Spirit who bears witness with our spirit that we are right with God. It is God who sanctifies us by his Holy Spirit, purifies us from all indwelling sin, and empowers us for life and service. It is God who grows in grace and matches our purified spirit with a mature character. It is God who formed the church, who empowers the church by his Holy Spirit to be his son's redeeming, reconciling presence in this world. It is Jesus whose death and resurrection we join in baptism and whose very presence we are filled with in the Lord's Supper. It is God who heals through miracles and through medicine. It is Jesus who is coming again for his own, both living and dead, when the living will be caught up in with the risen saints in the air so that we shall ever be with the Lord. Talk about a wild ride. Dr. Church talked about wild rides uh, Friday night. That's going to be one. It is God who will resurrect the dead, both just and unjust. It is God who will judge each one and welcome into glorious and everlasting life all who savingly believe in and obediently follow Jesus Christ, our Lord, and who will allow those who have rejected his presence to live forever without it in hell. Everything we are and everything we do is only, be, only possible because of what our Lord has done for us. We need to start here this week, this summer, today, every day. We need our ministers to start here with who God is and what God's up to in this world. And that way they can find contentment and satisfaction in knowing that they are receiving from God everything they need for life and godliness on a daily basis. And they have received from him everything that their ministry will ever truly need from them. We don't ever have to give out of a dry well because we know the one who fills us up and, and he will always give us everything we need that anybody else could ever need from us. He is our father. His kingdom is coming. It is his will we seek. He gives us each of our days. He gives us our bread. He forgives our trespasses. He delivers us from evil. It is his kingdom. It is his power. It is his glory. So as we go into prayer today, uh, let's remember as we pray, who is the center of the universe? 
and who is not. And I don't know about you, but going back and looking at um, who our doctrines say God is and what he's up to in this world uh, gives me an overwhelming sense of uh, peace and reassurance that, um, that God is good, that God is sovereign, and that just simply saying yes to him day in and day out, um, being filled by him, saying yes to his presence and saying yes to his purposes uh, is enough. He's given me 168 hours this week, and I want him to be in charge of how I spend every single one of them. And it's not his plan if I give him absolute, uh, absolute dominion over every hour of my week. It is not his plan to so thoroughly drain me uh, and, and oppress me that I'm worth nothing next week. Uh, it is God's will that these 168 hours will be spent in such a way that I'm able to make my maximum contribution this week and be set up to be even better next week than I could have been this week. That's just the beauty of how God works. When we live in the center of his will, uh, we reach our maximum uh, contribution now, and we're set up to be better than we otherwise would have been in the future. Uh, that's a miracle of God's grace, and it's one that uh, we ought to find ourselves in, and it's one our ministers who we're training better find themselves in, or they will end up burnt out and, uh, and, and dropped out. And that's uh, a reality that becomes more and more true to me all the time. Uh, God has not called me to a life of ease or luxury. Um, he's called me to be poured out like a drink offering, uh, not because I have a Messiah complex, but because uh, everything I am and everything I have is his. And so I'm, I want to pour it all out. And, and I can do that with confidence, knowing I know the one who gives free refills and they're always available. And I don't have to live on empty because I, I poured everything out this week. Um, if I spend those 168 hours his way, um, I'm tapping into the means of grace, the pipelines of his presence that will continually refill me. He, he has instituted rest. I think, you know, there's a reason one of God had, you know, I don't know if God went into the Ten Commandments thinking, okay, I got 10 things I'm going to ask for. What are the most important 10 things that I should command these, these people to do? Uh, one of those was uh, Sabbath, uh, day, a weekly day of rest. Uh, I mean, that's critical. If we do it God's way, uh, we'll find ourselves, I think, continually, weekly, seasonally refreshed um, and, and able to minister out of the overflow, uh, not out of an uh, empty well. And I'm, I'm grateful that God is uh, God and I am not uh, because that sure helps me sleep at night.